Sorry, it took me a whole month and some days to come back to y'all, but I had to let things kind of get together, play out, because it was some things going down, y'all, okay? It really was. So, um, I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. You know, we're going into December. We're still in the pandemic, if anyone did not know. COVID is still here. It has not left. Um, so, oh my God, where do we begin? Where do we begin? So, mm, so much. God, I got so much on my mind. Ooh, God. Okay. So this is episode 126, twerking lies and more lies. Okay. Um, so let's get into our damn America. So damn America, what is your version of brunch? So I asked this question because there was something that happened in a Dallas restaurant, Dallas, Texas. And the owner of the restaurant apparently like got in the middle of the restaurant, made this speech to, you know, uh, the people there in the restaurant, the consumers, and, you know, pretty much said, you know, his establishment is not meant for twerking. His establishment is not meant for this, that, and the third. And then after he was over, it was pretty much like, okay, if you don't want to listen to that, you know, you can get the fuck out. Okay, may have may have not been the words, but the word fuck was in there somewhere. So, you know, when this was trending, I saw a lot of different comments. You know, I seen a lot of laughs. I seen that some people was like, oh, well, you know, he's right as a business owner, this, that, and that, third. I'm from D.C. Brunch here in D.C., it's big. It's a party. When we, my friends, go to brunch, I'm like, y'all, you want to go to brunch? They're like, yeah, which one we going to? It's either going to be Ozio's, Barcode, Mad Hatter, some other places. Come, brunch is popping. I mean popping. Mimosas is flowing. DJ in there popping. Okay, yes. Some people, they do get a little carried out of, you know, out of, they get carried away. You know, they, you know, end up just, you know, getting a little above themselves, you know, filling themselves because they're filling their drinks, which is only right. So, you know, apparently he did go over and talk to the young ladies, I'm guessing three times because I guess the lady got up. She was twerking, you know, standing on top of his furniture, twerking in the glass, all of that. Now... With the standing on top of the furniture, that does, 
you know, a big, you know, that does cause an issue because it does mess up your nice couches. And, you know, when you go back, it holds in the couch, all of that. But the issue that I have here is this. I've seen people was like, well, it don't matter if, you know, he had the DJ. They should respect his dad. Let me tell you something. Just this past weekend, I went to RPM. I've never been there before. My very first time, whatever. So I, you know, didn't really know how to dress. You know, I dressed comfortable for me. It was fucking freezing. And I dressed cute, casual going to dinner. Of course, when I get there, this place is very elegant, nice. You know, no one's in there talking loud. You know, um, people were dressed. So if you're giving off this perception that your establishment, you want it to be high class establishment, or you don't want any of that rowdy, ghetto stuff in your establishment, then you need to think about things that you have on the menu, one, and the DJ. Okay, one, if you're selling Duce slushies, okay, and let's say they happen to be bottomless. If I drink Duce slushies and they happen to be bottomless, Turning that mother, I'm turning that place up. I'm fucking getting up. I'm having a good time, especially if a song come on that I like. I am having a ball. Okay, if they playing anything from City Girls to Megan to um, Meek intro that everybody like from Philly, um, go go whatever. I'm fucking dancing. Okay, I'm fucking dancing. Two, if you have this establishment that you're trying to um, have classy, whatever, then you need to tell your DJ the set list. You need to let your DJ know, hey, I don't want any of that twerk type, type of music in here. I want it to be cute, mellow. Maybe give me some oldies, but goodies. That's how you play that out, Okay. Let me tell you something. I ain't never been nowhere where people, I'm not even going to make it a black or white thing because the white people are doing it too. I've never been somewhere where people do not feel the music and they're not either going to sing or dance. Okay? And with black people... We feel the beat and we got so much rhythm that we're going to get up and dance. And the only thing that I fought that girl for doing was standing on top of the couch dancing. I mean, she just probably had more than (laughs) what was allowed with the Duce slushies. But the issue that I have is owner. Why try to, you know, belittle? You know, I can't stand when people be trying to belittle other black people like I felt like it was belittled because he's like you know I got this place so that we can have this and you know we can have this and we can be viewed like this no you got this place because you had a vision that you wanted to see come to light and you wanted to be a business owner 
okay? And with your vision, you had certain expectations with your restaurant, like anybody would have with the business. So don't belittle me to make me feel some type of way because you're claiming that you did all of this for the sake of black people. No, you did all of this because you had this vision. You had this vision, you liked the location, and that's what you wanted to do. And you probably did it because you probably went to other restaurants and were just like, oh, you know what? I want to do something like this, but my restaurant's going to be doing Because everybody does this all the time. You know, like I have a friend who wants to get a hookah spot. It's no hookah spots in Merlin. Okay. So everything's in DC. So he has this vision like, you know what? I'm going to bring hookah to Merlin. Because all the Merlin people always go to DC. If I bring hookah to Merlin, it'll be lit. People don't have to drive. That's his vision. That was his goal. So like, it's like almost somebody giving you a gift and they just talk about why they gave it to you. So like, I just can't stand, I can't stand shit like that. And at the end of the day, he, to me, he needs to change the way his, the, the, the music, it, it, clearly it's the music, it's the drinks. Okay. And okay, he told her three times to get down, whatever. Then what you should have been doing is you should have been saying, you know what, security, I don't tell her three times. Let's get over here, get them their check, let them pay it so they can escort them out. That's it. Nobody else needed to be chastised. Nobody else needed to do any of that. And then what you should have did after that, whatever, you talk and go talk to your DJ. Yo, man, listen. I already had to kick the girl out because of the twerking thing. I don't want that type of thing here in my establishment. Let's switch the music up. That's what you do. Don't get in the fucking middle of the fucking restaurant and try to come for me. Like, try to come for, oh, well, this is how, how am I expecting men to respect? Listen, it went too much, Okay too way too much like he could have been like you know what y'all i know this is you know brunch my dj is playing some good stuff but you know i don't mind the dancing but please don't get up on my furniture that's it that's it you want to sit there and tell the girl she can't twerk in the restaurant If I see a DJ at a restaurant, I know it's about to be a good time. It's about to be a turn up. Point blank period. If I come in and I hear like select music, I know how to behave. So I'm not coming at that girl. I'm not, you know, going to blame her for anything because to be honest with you, shit, I be that girl sometimes on Sunday brunch, but I don't be standing on top of no couches or nothing unless I get a table and I purchase that motherfucking couch as far as I am concerned. May not, I may not own it, but a bitch purchased it. Okay. I purchased that whole section so I can do whatever I want in that bitch. 
it's the way you speak to people. And, you know, with black business owners, they want us to support them. They want us to come out and do this, that, and third. But you also got to have some respect. Don't be looking down on me and belittling me because you had a vision. And I appreciate your vision. I appreciate that you wanted to get a restaurant in this neighborhood because it wasn't that many. But I don't need you to tell me where I can go and where I can take my business because I know I can take it there. But I'm trying to do a good deed because everything that's going on with the civil unrest and whatever the case may be, because that's probably why half people are doing it anyway, because it's civil unrest. They never was doing it before. I want to support black businesses, but you're just not going to belittle me. And I just thought that was just something like when I sat back and I thought about it a little bit, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Uh-uh. No, no, no. That's not happening. So, um... I also looked too. I think he had like a Houston location or something like that. Let me see. His name was Kevin Kevin Kelly. It was his name. So he no longer, I'm guessing from what I read, um, they had a, a sister location in Houston. So he's no longer going to be a part of that um, member, part of that leadership group. So I guess the restaurant was named True Kitchen and Cocktails. That's what the name of the restaurant is. So it looks like it's a business business type decision or whatever. Like, but let me just read to y'all what he said. All this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink. Don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. Beyond that, 75% of our customers are ladies, and I want men to show respect for how they carry themselves. How can I tell the men to respect you, and you guys are twerking on the glass here? If you won't do it, if you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Okay, first of all, you ain't got to tell, tell men how to respect me. The fuck? What are you, like, what are you talking about? Okay. And that's why I'm just like, you know, the whole statement, everything just went left. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, fuck you and your restaurant. But, you know, apparently it didn't go that bad because people were still going or whatever. But they're involved in the, uh, they're, they're, they're pretty much suing each other in a pair of lawsuits, him and his business partner. So Kelly, the guy that has the restaurant in Dallas, his suit argues that his, um, partner who name is Bowie took out a payroll protection program loan in the restaurant's name without his permission. They didn't discuss it or anything. In addition to a number number of other financial schemes. So on the other hand, I guess the guy Bowie contends that Kelly sabotaged the deal he had with an investor by accusing the chef of stealing. See, there's some drama behind this motherfucker. That's why, you know, you sitting up there trying to belittle me and you got drama, okay? So, so the Dallas location opening was brought into question by the guy named Bowie because he filed a lawsuit in August against Kelly. So, Bowie said that it's a lot of he say, she say, pretty much. He stole receipts. Kelly stole receipts. Like his popular, I'm sorry, not receipts, recipes, like the chicken and waffles to start the restaurant while this front, this, um, financing him out of the deal, pretty much. So it's a lot going on. It's a little messy, 
But I, I honestly, I didn't, I, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't approve of it. You know, I seen comments and, you know, people were saying a lot and voicing their opinions. But, you know, listen, if you come into brunch in D.C., baby, just know it's going to be a party. Okay. Whatever location that you go. And most of the time when people text, they like, well, what's the most popping brunch spot to go to? That's what people, you know, looking. They know Sunday fun day is for popping brunch. Sunday fun day, you know? Yeah, some people may want a quiet little brunch or whatever like that. But those brunches don't have no fucking DJ. I don't care what nobody said. Don't have no DJ. But he could have just handled it a little different. But, you know, I guess he handled it the way he could. So, you know. Um, so, uh, other damn America is, <laughs> when will Trump give it up? Okay, this is what I've really been waiting for. So, I'm just, you know, the whole politics thing, this has been a lot since the pandemic. It has been a lot with the whole candidates, the races, the debates, everything. Everything has just been a shit show, been ghetto. And we really want to get to the end of this reality show. We really want to get to the season finale. But Trump just keeps coming back. Every time we turn around, he's there. Okay. He keeps, you know, one minute he's going he's gonna to say he's going to concede. Then the next minute he's saying that he's not going to concede. He's still trying to show that there was voter fraud. It was like, my nigga, we need for you to get in there and veto something so people can get money because people benefits are going to be ending at the end of this month some people so what are people going to live off of okay at this point just chuck it up you didn't win and even if they were to cheat the democrats they cheated where it could not be noticed okay because yet again i do feel Okay, that Joe Biden definitely, definitely did not get more votes, popular votes, than fucking President Obama. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if people say, yes, this is true because people wanted Trump to get out of here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I said this on the last part, and I'm going to say it again. People were coming from everywhere for Obama. And that's in both terms, okay? Nobody, honestly, honestly, wanted fucking Joe Biden, okay? Not even the younger people that people registered and encouraged them to go vote. Not even them. They wanted fucking Bernie Sanders. But they knew that they had to vote correctly because some people, if they went home and told their parents that they voted for Trump, it would be a whole big argument. This, that, and the third. That was another thing. When was it such a big thing about who you voted for? Like, we had so many presidents before, and nobody really cared who you voted for. Nobody gives a damn. But with the climate the way it is right now and the tension the way it is right now, it's just like it's in an uproar. It's just crazy. So... That's one thing I have an issue with. Like, you can't tell me that he was very popular than Obama. I just can't. I won't. I won't. But Trump, this is my message to you, baby. You know, it's just lies after lies after lies. I know you want to try your best 
to show us this corrupt system and show us what the left is doing. Every fucking thing. I get it. And I get it. It hurts and sucks to lose. It hurts to know that you're the only president that hasn't got two terms, whatever. Just let it go. Just like the song Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. Like, this is ridiculous. Every time I go on Twitter, Trump has something to say. Now Giuliani, his damn um, lawyer, now he got the COVID. You know, like, it's just ghetto. This is, this is, this is not even, this is worse than loving hip-hop, okay? This is worse than loving hip-hop. Worse. And even though every reunion has three parts and two parts, this bitch got 50, more than three, more than 20. Okay, on and on and on and on and on. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. So people don't know who they're listening to. They don't know if they listen to the president-elect. They don't know if they listen to the president. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Okay, and I won't be surprised if Trump is so nasty and he probably trashed the White House. Trash it up. He's so pissed. Coming in all his goons and just trash up the White House. Do this. Do that. Oh, child. It's going to be ghetto when he move out, y'all. I'm telling you. You know how when somebody, you know, is asked to move out and it's against their will and they just start fucking up shit and just acting crazy and shit. You know how y'all saying that's how black people act. We act ghetto and all this other shit. White people can be ghetto, too. His motherfucking ass is going to be ghetto leaving out of that house. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't going to be cute. It going to be cute. And I can already see him now. Oh, so they want me to leave, huh? Like, I can't even talk like him because it just hurts my brain. But, <laughs> baby, he going to give y'all a run for y'all money. All right? And I'm just going to be sitting back waiting because I think we on season 25 episode four we only on episode four we may get 10 maybe 12 episodes i don't know it may last till after christmas who knows but this this right here child it's just ghetto and he's not giving it up you understand and listen at this point trump just tell him that you're gonna run in 2024 just tell him that just tell him you're gonna run in 2024 or fucking figure it out but right now I'm, I am personally just ready for this reality show to be over. And I know people are fighting. You know, there are Trump supporters out there fighting black and white, Spanish. They're fighting because, you know, they believe in this democracy. They believe this down the third and this down the third. And really and truly, I ain't fighting for none of it. What I'm trying to fight for and what we need is for black people and voices to be heard and for us to get up on the totem pole when as far as money is concerned and wealth i don't give a fuck what goes on we just need to make sure that that's what we are looking for so they can get jiminy cricket in this bitch it don't matter but trump i'm gonna tell you now y'all he ain't leaving without a fight he gonna he gonna lead this bitch with a bang even if he leave y'all okay he may even be at the inauguration behind the woods behind one of the big tall ass trees just looking plotting hoping that his toupee don't get caught on the leaf like he's just gonna be looking 
trying to figure it out. And I knew that uh, uh, um, that lawyer, her lawyer here, Giuliani, I knew he was sick with something, just sweating and shit. He looked crazy. He looked crazy up there, just hot, sweating. He ain't had no mask on, just passing around. Child, child. And he just up there just giving more lies. They claim they got all this footage and all this shit. Twitter keeps deleting all his stuff. It's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And everybody in the whole world is just sitting back and they laughing at our asses because it's fucking embarrassing. It's a shit show. Complete shit show. So, who child? Child, when the reality, when the reunion special come, y'all, I don't think y'all gonna, y'all better get ready for the reunion special, honey. Y'all better. And I just got another request. I know this is not on the damn America topic, but damn, Obama, damn, shut the, stop doing interviews, Obama. I understand you want to promote your book. Cute. Michelle had her book. Cute. You had your Netflix special book. But the things that the black people are fighting for, the things that the black people got you in office and stood behind you and still stand behind you. Okay, because you're known as Uncle O to a lot of people. You come out and say something about prison reform, about, I don't know, defunding the police or some shit. Like, why? Why, why, why? And that has me looking at him funny. I'm sorry. Like, I'm giving a side eye. Like, really, oh, like, really, Uncle O? Like, this is what you... Listen, when people are yelling defund the police, what we're saying is when we say defund the police, even though it may not never happen, we're saying defund them as far as not giving them so much money. Allocate the money to the education. Allocate the money to somewhere else. If you guys, like I've always been saying, if you go back and watch The Wire, you have plenty of time to do so because we're not going outside. It will break it down and show. They have to think like, okay, should I get the money to, should we... Um, increase the budget for education or should we increase the budget for police most of the time it's increasing it for the police and the police don't do shit nothing half of them are not even trained correctly half of them are scared of their own fucking shadow so obama please just go relax go to your marcus vineyard do whatever you need to do but just don't give us any of that because we ain't we ain't asked for it. We ain't sent for it. Okay? We ain't asked for it. We ain't asked for it. But, you know, damn America, I'm going to be twerking like shit at the Sunday brunch. Okay? All right? I'm going to be twerking. And if I buy a table in that bitch for the Sunday brunch, I'm on the table. And let me worry about how men going to respect me. Because just to believe, guess, I will be respected. Whether I'm twerking all up and down the restaurant. Okay? That has nothing to do with you owner all right so let's get into our rising star so our rising star we have Gerg Wooten so Gerg Wooten is from Baltimore Maryland West Baltimore um he was born June 3rd 1984 he's the youngest of four siblings okay uh he's also an active member of Omega Phi Psi fraternity he went to Lincoln University and graduated. And then he also, um, I believe he got his master's too, I believe, in, in Ohio. Yes, in Ohio. Um, so shout out to Wooten. Um, I'm reading his book. It's called Get To It. 
get with it, get through it. Um, so it's a motivational expression story. Um, you can purchase the book on Amazon. Okay. Just put in the title and you can get the book sent to you. I believe the book is like $25. Um, so I've been, you know, reading it. Um, it has like some good selections in there, good poems, um, a section where you can write down your thoughts because after each one, you know, he asks a question about, uh, each, uh, chapter, so, um, that's pretty good there. So go support him. Um, you can definitely uh, follow him on his Instagram. Uh, let me pull it up for you guys. Let's see. Because I actually was just on there, yeah, last night. So it's I am Wooten. So it's I A M Wooten, W O T T E N. And that's his Instagram. So go follow him on Instagram. Yet again, purchase the book, good people. It's a good read. So I'm getting through it. Okay. So shout out to you, Woo. So now let's get into twerks on this segment. It's a lot of twerking going on. Okay. Twerking lies, lies, more lies, people. Okay. Um, so. Tory Lanez, listen, he's been tweeting, he's been recording, he's saying that he's innocent. The best friend we heard from her, she did a mixtape, she let us know a couple of things. Listen, I had told y'all from the beginning that um, it was a lot going on with this, you know, story. So, you know, from what I know, you know, Rock Nation was worried about her, you know, album sales um her and tiana taylor got some beef so this is what they saying they're saying that meg ran off on the plug by not paying rent in a home she rented from tiana taylor it's another reason ej and megan fell out so ej was her hairstylist remember it was a whole big thing with them falling out with that um apparently she rent the home, Tiana rent the home to Meg. Meg didn't fire EJ. It was her assistant, Jilly, who let him go. A lot of people not feeling Jilly at this point and feel Jilly is going to sink Meg. Anyway, Tiana ended up getting into a big fight with EJ over the rent not being paid. EJ stayed away from Tiana for a while and it just started coming back around her. So EJ's like a stylist in the industry. Notice Tiana Taylor, she hasn't said anything about Megan's album. Hasn't said anything about the album. And now, as far as Tori is concerned, you know, the best friend came out, um, did a record, this record, because in Megan's new album, which I do not like, okay? I listened to it once. I haven't played it back. That Body Yaddy Yaddy single is very catchy because of the chorus. And it has that cute little dance moves. But I'm not feeling the album. And it's not because of this whole situation. I just expected, I guess, a little bit more. But one thing I can say and never would take away from Megan, the bitch can rap. Um, so this is what I, you know, told y'all and expected what went down, how it went down. So Tori smashed the best friend first, but they wasn't together as in a relationship. So when the best friend went back to Texas due to COVID, Megan took her shot and fucked Tori Lane's behind the best friend back. Then he started trying to shoot his shot at Kylie, which sparked the altercation at the party. They were all loaded. Things got ugly between them all because of certain shit that was said. And that's, you know, how it went down. Mind you, the thing about Megan and her story is she's saying that she 
you know, her back was turned. So it's like, okay, how can you shoot anybody? Pretty much the case is going to be thrown out. You know, the gun uh, apparently was the security guard's gun or whatever the case may be. Pretty much, I think it was like an accident. But it just sucks because, you know, Tori went independent and uh, it just feels like this is, you know, damaging his career and Megan's getting all these accolades. And it just goes back to, you know, the protect black woman thing. I already told y'all I'm not putting that with this or trying to encourage that hashtag. And it's so crazy because I don't see no posts about Breonna Taylor. Not none. Not none. So... Um, it's just crazy because this whole thing is messing up his career and messing up how people view him as a person. And I feel like this happens to black men, the majority of their lives, because, you know, some women deal with a lot of insecurity. Some women deal with a lot of hurt. And that can be from past relationships, that can be from family stuff, just anything. And, you know, take back like when women, when men don't want to talk to that certain person, the women will try to be vindictive and do this and do that. So I sense what's going on here is one, Megan, you wasn't loyal. You rapping about all this shit and you rapping about you know, you and your best friend, you know, y'all talk about what other goofy bitches do, but you end up doing it to her. And on top of that, out of all the niggas, out of all the niggas, and I can understand why your best friend won't fuck him, but out of all the niggas, you want to go and fuck him behind her back, like, you couldn't go home to a nigga in Texas that you knew that she liked or what? I don't even know. It don't even make it right. But out of all the niggas, out of all the niggas, this is the nigga you fuck. Tory fucking Langs, out of all the niggas. Just dis- it's just disgusting. And I'm just over it. Um, over it. And speaking of Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor talking about she leaving music. Girl. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all, listen. These celebrities, they need, they need help, y'all. They get into these, this business. They get into this stuff, and it's just everything fast paced, and they just lose their, they just lose their strength, lose their mind. Oh my God! So <clears throat> she's talking about she leaving music, okay? And it's funny because she says not about the Grammys, but you do this the week after the Grammy nods get nominated. And everybody's complaining and crying about the Grammys. But when Kanye got on there and told y'all about going to the fucking Grammys, y'all got cute. He was crazy. All this other shit. Now y'all crying. Tiana Taylor, child. Your albums are cute. They're cute. I ain't gonna run. They cute. But girl, you ain't no like you acting like this this will really mean something and really like be something if it was like Beyonce saying she leaving music or like Mariah Carey saying she's retired. Well, Mariah Carey and the bitch ain't had a hit in a long time. But let me tell you something. Mariah Carey ain't had no hit, but when it's Christmas time, that bitch gives a lot of songs, baby. Okay. All I want for Christmas would play, and that thing was skyrocketing, and Mariah would still get paid, okay? Like, 
we remember you from Sweet Sixteen. Like, like I'm just trying to figure why does she think? This is my thing with these celebrities. They claim they they don't want us regular people to comment and talk about, it, but they tell us and give us everything. All of them, all of them. Prime example. I'm on internet today. What do I see? Princess and Ray J and Kirk and Rashida and um, Raymond and Delicious. They all at this ranch or some shit. And it's coming out that VH1 is doing like spinoffs. And they're going to be on a VH1 spinoff talking about relationships. Let me tell you, there's nothing, nothing in the fucking world, nothing that any of them can tell me about a relationship. I don't give a fuck if it's scripted. Watching each one of them get on TV and disrespect the shit out of their wives, their girlfriends, whatever. And you expect me to listen to this shit? To really look at this shit? This shit is toxic. It's sick. You know, Princess and Ray J, they in divorce court. They're in their own divorce court every other month. Every other month, either she's filing, he's filing. She reconciled, he reconciled. She fi- it's fucking ridiculous. Two kids. And for all of this, she could have just stayed with Floyd. For real. She could have just stayed with Floyd. So here, this, here Ray J is on Instagram kissing some chick all up on her neck. And we in the middle of fucking COVID. You got two kids at home. This is what you're doing. And this is what bitches are settling for. Little baby baby mother girlfriend whatever this ain't the first time somebody done came out and said they had sex with little baby now this little porn star's coming out saying she had sex with him and she ain't want to sign no nda because the dick was too good okay all right and her response was like i think something red where she was like oh i don't mind being disrespected long as i keep getting stuff what and this is the sick shit with this shit People, unfortunately, look up to these people. I don't know why they do, but they listen and they follow everything they do. Take Kim Kardashian, for example. She's a big social media person, okay? There are women and bitches out here trying to look like Kim Kardashian, even though Kim Kardashian is trying to look like black women. There's black women that are trying to do her style, do this, do that. So when they see this toxic shit and, you know, they think that's a representation of black love. That's not a representation of black love. That's a representation of stupid. When has it been okay for women not to want more from somebody? from a man like when we so we just taking everything to just say one to be in a relationship and we just taking everything too because it's money involved money is the root of all evil the root of all evil so if you just in it for the money and you just want to be an evil person throughout your life then that's on you but i'd rather have happiness i'd rather have god i'd rather have you know memories and if you can't be faithful why be in a relationship keep the relationship open I will respect you more if you have an open relationship than for you to get up there, waste people's time, waste money. I don't give a fuck if you got the money or not. And you up there doing vows in front of God, all this shit. To go out there and do the shit that you're doing. And as women, why would we why would we why would we want to keep getting disrespected? 
We already crying about protect black women, but y'all letting these niggas do whatever. And I'm sorry, auntie. I know you say you don't want me to say niggas, but I had to, I had to today. Okay. I'm, I said my auntie because my aunt listens to my show and she was like, I love it, but don't use the word nigga because, you know, we always got to fight about that. And I was like, okay, I will try. But sometimes y'all just be pissing me off and I got to say the word niggas because this is nigga shit. Why do we keep allowing this shit? You know, I'm strolling, I'm looking, I'm just like, what is happening here? Like, what's really going on? Stop it. VH1, you're not OWN. This is not the OWN network. The OWN network, I think Oprah gave us the black love. That was beautiful. This shit that y'all trying to put on here, that shit, a mess, okay? A fucking mess. It's a mess. You know, we got Larsa Pippen, who out here for the streets. She walking around out in the open with a married man, okay? Apparently, he been cheating before because one of his other side bitches had something to say about Larsa, okay? And she's the side bitch. The side bitch is having... Is is pissed about other side like make it make sense, God. But whole time he ain't think about his wife feelings. He ain't think about his kids. He ain't think about shit. Just out here loose doing whatever. And Larsa is damn near forty something years old for the streets. And people talking about they can't understand why Kanye. Let me tell you something. Kanye got Kim to a point in her life where this bitch needs to grow the fuck up. Stop being naked. Stop doing. Just stop the shit that she's doing. Okay. All right. So if Larsa has to get picked out of the bunch to be that bad apple, that's going to be influenced because sometimes people think that their friends can influence, you know, their single friends can influence the married friends and all this other stuff. It's not that strong going to influence, but some people really think that. And to protect his relationship and probably protect his wife's um, reputation because she already has a fucked up one. Larsa had to go. And Larsa, like Future told y'all, the bitch is for the streets. She's for the streets. She's for the streets and it's sick and it's sad. I don't even see what niggas seeing her. She's crazy. You know, now she's giving uh, um, um, subliminal messages and empowering me- Bitch, we don't need it. We ain't need it. We ain't send. We ain't ask you to look up in Google what the quote of the day was and post it. We didn't ask at all. To the point where the children isn't even embarrassed, okay? The thing about it is these people are supposed to be an example in the household for these kids that they have. And these kids are just, oh, Lord have mercy. Jeez. Woo! Thank you, God. Help us. You know, Reginae's another one. I'm looking at an interview with YFN Lucci. He just sounds, oh, God. I just, out of all the niggas, let me tell y'all something. If my father was Lil Wayne or my father was whoever, I ain't dating none of y'all hood ass niggas with four or five. I, no, y'all would just be my friends. If I can just live through y'all and listen to y'all stories, cause I'm gonna try to find me and I'm gonna try to find me an actor, Hollywood, fucking Michael B. Jordan. I'm gonna try to find me one of them. Not no fucking YFN Lucci, Floyd baby, Floyd daughter having a baby by a nigga that already got sick. Like, what is happening? What's happening? What's happening?
It's happening. Like, y'all keep complaining about future, but y'all keep fucking future. With no condom. You keep complaining that he don't take care of his kids, but yet you still fucking him. Like, it has to be some type of, like, it just has to be some type of something. Like, some type of logic. Something. Something. Like, you know, I don't understand. Cardi B, she's on fucking Twitter asking about should she buy an $88,000 bag. Bitch, we're in a pandemic, bitch. We ain't thinking about buying no bag. If you want to know that, send that shit in a group message to your friends. Your fans ain't fucking thought. And then when they come back at you and tell you to do charity, then you want to tell us about all the charities you did. Cute. Thanks. That's what you should be doing as a good person. Hell, I just did a charity too. I just bought a little girl, an uh, angel, eight months, <clears throat> 18 month old baby. I just went out and bought clothes. Like, but then get mad when us regular people come at you. Bitch, we didn't ask. We don't even care. Send that shit to your friends and sometimes i think these celebrities like they claim that they showing off stuff because like oh my god i came from the hood and i you know i elevated no they're showing this shit just because they want to it's kind of like a smack in the face almost sometimes like okay you have these nice things whatever listen regular ordinary people can have these nice things too if we just work hard we can work we have to unfortunately work harder than you and some people don't even know how. Some people don't even need to work harder because some people got the gift of gab and they can just get their get themselves through, escalate in life. And it's like, you tweet that to do, to say what? Like, what What did you tweet? I, I'd rather, I'd rather read JT's from City Girls old tweets and crack up and laugh about all the people that she talks shit to. Then look at Cardi B, ask me, should she buy a certain purse that costs this amount? Bitch, I don't care. Send that to your sister. Send it to your mother. Send it to your best friend, bitch. Ask them. Your fans, they in a pandemic, bitch. They don't care about no 88-something dollar purse. And if they do... I know what the bitch is doing now, y'all. They getting on after paying shit for these bags. They paying monthly installments. Okay? All right? Heard it here first. Hmm. All right. So, before... Oh. And then... Oh. I didn't really watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like... The season premiere came on. It was cute. You know, Portia is trying to do this whole activist thing. And I hope she's doing it for all the right reasons and not just for a storyline. But I do know and I heard that the reason why production shut down when they had it in the land is because Portia tested positive for COVID. And Bravo is trying to cover it up because when I watched what's happened live, it looks like Andy likes Portia now. I think Portia is Andy's kind of favorite, you know, because she's on this, she's on that, whatever. So that's, you know, I didn't really get into much with that season. Um, I did watch Housewives of Potomac and, you know, Potomac has been a ride. Like these girls have, you know, really stepped up. People questioned the series from the beginning really wasn't feeling the girls from Potomac, but I love them. And one thing I can say is, Giselle cannot dress that sequence pants and shit. No, 
Um, Karen is flaky to me. I don't care how she tweets or what she tries to say. Um, I do like Robin. Monique. Uh, Ashley. You know, everybody got some shit with them. But the reunion should be very spicy. Monique comes with all these receipts, whatever. We The thing about the receipts that she bringing, we know Jamal Bryan ain't shit. We knew he wasn't shit when he was in Baltimore. And people in Atlanta know he ain't shit either. The only person that know he ain't shit is Giselle. Okay, and if Giselle wanted to use him for a storyline, goddamn it, let her because she got three kids by that man and he treated her like shit and embarrassed her. So if she wanted to use him for a storyline and get embarrassed or get talked about, that's the fuck on her. But Monique, you ain't telling us nothing that we ain't already know about Jamal Bryan. Okay, we already knew. But this is what I really wanted to talk about, y'all. We got a versus battle coming up this Saturday with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Let me tell y'all something. Keisha Cole, I know Ashanti got some good shit, y'all. But that Keisha Cole, when she hit that, trust and believe me, you're gonna need. That bitch be singing, okay? That bitch can sing. Now, the only thing I ain't like Keisha, Keisha Cole with was when she had that song with Monica and they performed at the BET um, Awards, I think, and Monica outsung her ass. And that was kind of embarrassing. But other than that, Keisha got some bops. Ashanti, one thing I can tell you, Ashanti's going to come with some hits, but one thing the bitch going to come with is body because that bitch is going to look good, okay? She's going to look good. Body going to look good. Shape going to look good. She going to look good. She is. She gonna. She won't. She really gonna look good. Um. So this should be a good one. I'm excited for this one. I love Keisha Cole. I still go back to her first album to this day. Ashanti, I never really gone back to like that. But I guess after this versus, once I familiarize myself, I'll you know probably have her on a repeat too. But I'm excited for this one. So I'm ready. So let's get it. Okay, ready. Um. Ain't really have too much in here. I, you know, I just can't, you know, during this whole pandemic, like I told y'all, if you haven't picked up on anything and learned about anything or, you know, get closer to God, get closer to parents, friendships, whatever, then you're not doing something right. But what I'm not going to rely on myself is to get tangled up and care about shit that don't concern me. Okay. And these celebrities, you know, y'all got to understand, even though Atlanta is moving, concerts not moving you know they used to be on the road on the tour now that they home and in these cities and things like that blogs and stuff are picking up shit left and right and you know at the end of the day you know y'all signed up to entertain us just entertain us that's all we ask just entertain us you know just entertain us one thing i can respect about jay-z and beyonce we would have never known that jay-z treated on her we still to this day don't even know what the fuck went down that fucking elevator okay okay and it's fucking 2020 and that's because they keep shit to themselves and tina and matthew was a good management company and raised it to now these younger it's too many younger artists it's too many like I, I i don't know but it's just it's sick it's sick and you know regular people and i'm, I'm it's, a, it's a shame that we have to be called regular people but people we just gotta stop looking to them for validation stop looking to them to idolize what our lives should be none of that none of that the only person that you should be idolizing is god Okay, and look to him and pray to him for what you want your life to be. Not look into what somebody else is doing or look into what these celebrities have. Okay, so let's get into what you won't do. 
So what you won't do, Ice Cube, is explain why you have not been on social media. Listen, Ice, um, I, I, I was with you with your whole, you know, stance with everything with the election and, you know, you want, you have your plan. But uh, we weren't checking for you, hon. We, we weren't checking for you. I don't think anybody even went to your page. I don't even think nobody tweeted and said, well, where's Ice Cube? Nobody. Nobody. But it was cute. That you had to let us know. It was, but we ain't ex. We ain't ex, friend. We ain't ex. And what you won't do, Meek Mill, is get a water boys twenty dollars $20 y'all a piece to split. You know, Meek was my friend. He responds to me back on Twitter and I screenshotted it and keep it close in my photo album. But Meek, now I see why Philly don't fuck with you. Okay? You rode up in a $400,000 car asking them, well, what did we support and what's the business? They selling waters. It's 10 of them out there. Eight, whoever. You give them $20 a piece? So we did the math on that. That's like $2. Then on top of that, the person that you gave the 20 to, it's not a definite concern that he's going to split it with the rest of them friends. No. I get all then everybody from Atlanta in the comments. Oh, y'all don't understand no water boy. Listen, every city has a water boy. Every city, okay? Yeah, the little boys be out there. They do too much, whatever the case may be, whatever. But you mean to tell me you gave them twenty dollars? You could have gave them twenty dollars a piece. That would have broke you. That wouldn't even have broke you, cause you just finished partying in Atlanta, talking about how you had such a wild night. We don't even know what the fuck you was doing in that wild night. And then you can't get the water boys $20 a piece. Then you're going to post this little video talking about, yeah, they be making dope. I don't care if the little boy is counting up his little money he made for the water. Okay? You keep preaching how you want uh, rec centers and all this shit, but you couldn't even get him $20 a piece, my nigga. You give him $20 to split. Yeah, Meek, that's what you won't do. That was corny. That was whack. And I don't care who got anything to say different. Okay? Now, Meek... You done lost it with me. You really have. You really lost it with me. You know, I was trying to support you because you gave me a little cute little tweet back. But, you know, now I may have to disown your ass. I might have to disown you because our children are the future. Okay? Okay? They are the future. Treat them well and let them lead the way. Okay? They don't want me to break out in song. Okay? Uh-huh. all right guys so this is episode 126 twerking lies and more lies thank you guys for bearing with me i know it's been a month since i did my last um episode but now we're back up and running uh we'll have an episode to you guys um uh every you know every other monday we'll try to do it you know something like that every kind of you know two weeks or whatever like that um but you can follow me guys on uh, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. That's my Twitter and my Instagram. Also, subscribe to the pod. You can find it on uh, Apple Music, Podcast, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, all of those things. Okay, good people. Listen, I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. Please stay safe. Remember, wear your damn mask. Okay, six feet apart. And like I always say, I'm out.